David Watts on Mix 93.8. It is time for What's Involved. Welcome to it. Great guest lined up for you tonight. I've got to tell you, uh, we've been really looking forward to having a chat to him. Um, and uh, we, were, we were sort of put in touch with one another uh, via a mutual friend of mine. And when I got onto his website, I was like, why have we not spoken to him before? He is Leon Ferry. And uh, I suppose if we, if we distill everything down, we can call him a success strategist. Good evening, Leon. How's it? Good evening. Good on yourself. Good, man. Nice to have you on the station with us tonight. Thank um, you for the invite. Yes. It's absolute pleasure. I mean, mm-hmm. I had a look at the website and I looked at what you did. Um, and, and we did boil it down. We had a chat about this. We yes. boiled it down to success strategist. But you do a lot of stuff. Yes. Um, and it, but it's all basically interwoven and it basically revolves around success and the strategies, both business and personal. That's great, John. Anyway, okay, so Leon, you, you're in the business. Um, yes. You've trained all around the country. You've yeah. trained in Africa, um, overseas as well. Yes, I have. So, yeah. so you've been around the block a, a, a couple of times. Where does Leon come from? Tell us your story. I mean, how does one, uh, you know, were you one of those kids? I mean, I, were, I was one of those kids that used to listen to the radio when they still had, in the old, old, old days, and it was still called the wireless, um, and they had LM radio, and I used to listen under the covers, um, and I knew I wanted to be on radio, and I wanted to talk to people. I knew that. Was it the same with you? Actually, I, no, not. And I, I don't want to give away my, my age that much about it. <laughs> I can remember 5FM those years were still on AM. So that, yeah. that takes you back quite a bit. But, <laughs> so I used to listen to that. But for me, I think growing up, I always wanted to either be a lawyer or, or a doctor or something like that. Um, I know from the beginning, I think my, my passion was always in helping people. So yeah. I think that's where the, the doctor, the lawyer part comes from. Uh-huh. And I was always interest, interested in flying. Yeah. So, but there, um, I ended up studying something completely different. I did BEC Computer Engineering, yeah. and I've written almost every Microsoft exam there was, because my dad said, um, you know, if you want a proper career, <laughs> you must get a proper qualification, and you need to go work for somebody, and you must study something that that's going to be valuable in the market. The reason I laugh is that. Um, and I, and I picked up from your accent, you're, you're of Afrikaans origin. Very much. Yeah. Um, so, so is one side of my family as well. Mm-hmm. And I had one of those fathers as well. Um, you have to. You have to become a doctor, a lawyer, or a banker. You know, you have yes. to get a real job. Mm-hmm. When I told them I wanted to be on radio, they were horrified. My father was like, what kind of a man are you going to be? No. Did you have a similar experience like that? Is that dad said, you will do this? Yes. So my studying even is my dad. Um, so I studied when I, when I left school, went to the army, and then I studied a mechanical metallurgical engineer. Mm-hmm. I did that for a year and said, well, this is not me. My dad said, okay, but what else? So I studied, studied chartered accountant for a year, and I was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And um, I said, I'm going to study IT. And at that stage, the company who worked for, they just started implementing these electronic um, payment systems, that POS systems yes, that yes. was all computer driven and they had a lot of issues. My dad said to me, there's no future in computers. You're going to waste your time. And <laughs> then I said, well, you know what? I'll pay for it myself. I started working and I studied after hours to, to get my degree. Yeah. And I, yeah, But still, it was. I won't say it's what I wanted to do, but... Um, it was what I believed was the right thing to do. 
And I think when we, just before we walked in, we spoke about it mm. and we spoke about our belief systems and why we do certain things. Yeah. And I, I went into a certain field that I would believe would earn me enough money to make my dad proud of me. And that's why I did it. So I didn't really follow what I wanted to do. It was more what was the right thing to do. What is expected of yes. you. And you know what? I think there's, there's many Many, many people, not just of our generation, and I'm generalizing here because yes. you look a lot younger than I am. So I'm assuming <laughs> that maybe it's just good living. He looks, he looks across to the left and goes, "Is it just good, healthy living?" Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but and it's not just our generation; other generations, the younger generations. I see young people today as well, and and you talk, we talk about millennials, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, yes. But they are still to a large degree so conflicted because of what their parents or their and not just a lot of it is because of the dads but not just the dads though hey um it's wanting to make mom happy is also quite a big thing it is it's just so and and not to be very what what, how can i say but not to be i don't want to be rude Mm. but if if you look at i've traveled europe and other places quite a bit and if you look at the the contribution to the gdp by entrepreneurs it is much higher than in South Africa. Our, our mindset in South Africa is you have to have a um, qualification and you have to find a job and you have to work for somebody to be seen as being successful or to be seen as being somebody. Mm. We don't have that drive to actually say, you know what, I don't need to study. I don't need anything. I want to work for myself and I want to build a, a career or, or a life out of doing what I'm passionate about. And in South Africa, especially with our parents and stuff, that's very much frowned upon. And yeah. we don't have that drive. And it crosses cultures. Hey? It's not yes. just in a certain... It's, it's cross-culturally that, yes. that it's, there it's a is South this African thing. belief that you yeah. have to get, and again, a real job. I mean, it yeah. took my dad years and years and years and years until he finally accepted that maybe his son was actually only going to be on radio or involved in communication. And it took him, to, he, was, he, and he got very sick and then passed away. But when he was very ill, it took him to get mm-hmm. to that stage to one day go, I'm proud of you. And I always used to go, I don't care about that. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I did. I did a lot. Um, okay, so you studied all of this stuff. Um, so how did you change from that into becoming a success strategist? So and how I, does your dad feel about it? <laughs> now they're proud of me. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's having to prove that you can actually do this by not having to work for somebody else. Yeah. But where did I start? Um, so after years of, of I, I studied, um, as I said, BC Computer Engineering, never used it. I uh, started in software development. Very quickly from there moved into business analysis. And then from there went into program and project management. I started my own consulting firm. And we were about 50, 60 people in the company that would go out. Um, as an example, we just drove past at the MTN warehouse. Yes. That's right over here. Mm-hmm. So about, yo, I think, seven, seven years ago, around about there, I um, did the project where our company did consulting for them where we automated the whole warehouse. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of work I did. It, it was very much project program related. And um, the money was good. It, it was a good job. I was never, ever happy. And everything I did was to prove to my dad that I'm good enough for him. Yes. And I, yeah. I mean, we had that discussion earlier. Mm. But um, in doing that, I did a lot of work for, I worked for companies like the JSE, for some of the, the big banks 
in South Africa for SAPI, for, for SA Breweries. And I would sit in meetings and I would look at how these people communicate, how in a project meeting, even before I was a project manager, how people treated each other, that, that, that interpersonal communication and, and the words that are not said. In yeah. there. And I always thought, you know, what, we need to do something in, in our country. If we want to make this country successful, we need to change the way we work with each other within corporate. So it was always a passion inside of me to mm. help those people to change it. Never listen to it. And I believe that life tends to give you a lesson. If you don't learn from it, it repeats that lesson, but it becomes worse. Yes. And it becomes worse. So I had an exceptionally traumatic experience in my life from not listening. And it got to the point where I was about to commit suicide. I just, I couldn't carry on anymore. And I sat down and I had a look at my life and, and I, I tried to understand why am I at the point that yeah. I am. And I did a whole lot of internal work and, and, and I went on training courses to try to understand what is it? What, why? What Are you it? broken? Why am I broken? Why yeah. am I? I'm earning a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And I drive the big house, drive over, you, you spend over a million rand on the cars and stuff you buy, yeah. but you're not happy. Mm. And you, you get up in the mornings, you don't want to go to work. Mm. And I just, I, I was like, why, why, why am I, if I have all this, why am I still just want to end it? Why do I want to take my own life? Yeah, it's this whole and living lives of quiet desperation. Yes. And you see this in corporates and boardrooms yes. across the country. Yeah. I've seen it time and time again. There's people are there. They're doing exactly that, and there's no fire in their belly. There's yes. no light in their eyes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, as I said, I went through all this, this um, the, the research about myself, because exactly what you said, that I had to work, but I had no fire inside of me. There's no, no wanting to get up, wanting to, to do something and to make a difference. And I started chatting to some of my friends, and they said, you know what, the only time we saw you being passionate is when you sat in front of us and you wanted to help us overcome our challenges and, and our problems in our lives. And that's what eventually got me to where I am now, where my, my passion and what I want to do is help people to become the best they can be. Because I've, I've been through a lot of hardship and ache and, and hell in my life. Yeah. And now I know how to stop other people to get there. These, these guys always say, you know what, you can either learn by yourself over a period of 10, 20, 30 years, go through all the pain, or you can learn from somebody that's already been through that and it can maybe take you a weekend to get to where you need to be. Yeah. And that's the point where I am. I want to help people to shortcut the process of getting to where they should be in their lives. Because I've done, I've done a very similar thing mm. to, to you in, in, in my journey. And I was either too stupid or too stubborn um, to actually ask for help. One, but I, I went through that. And now sitting looking back, that's, that's one of my motivations. If I can just shine that little light, that yes. just that little thing that goes, okay, you don't have to be like this. Yeah. There is another way and I can help you. We can help you. Um, but then again, you've got to be, I think, at that place. It's, what's that saying? Um, when the student's ready, the master will appear. Yeah, so very much. A lot of times I can sit with people and I can see what's happening and what is, what is going wrong in their thinking and in their belief system. But you can't tell them what they're doing wrong because they're not ready for that message. It, it's people need to be able to, they need to be ready to open up 
yeah. to look at, at different options and a different way of thinking about life. It's an absolute skill. We are talking to our success strategist this evening, Mr. Leon Ferry. David Watts on Mix 93.8 hanging on a magic carpet right because that's what a journey of self-improvement and self-discovery can really be it can be like a magic carpet ride because once you start to get this stuff you kind of sit down and you think to yourself why on earth didn't i do this before um and it's you often hear and i'm sure leon you've heard this you know those people that that are out there and they go follow your bliss Make your vocation your vacation. You all go, yeah, it's easy for you to say. You don't have to pay, pay the bills at the end of the month. Yes. But once you start and once you can find that happiness, I get up. I'm at work. I'm at the office most mornings around 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Not because I want to or, or not because, well, because I want to. Not because I have to or I'm forced to. Yes. It's like I can't wait to get in there and get stuck in and do stuff. And by the time it comes to pack up at the end of the day, I'm like, where did the day go? I had such a blast. Cause, yeah, because yeah. you enjoyed it so much. Because yeah. I thoroughly enjoy what I'm doing. You know, people say, how do you manage, a, a, you know, to work an entire day and then still come and do a radio show? Now, this is not work. This is, this is fun. This is a privilege that I'm allowed to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think once you get to that kind of feeling, I mean, it's like I've met you for the first time today, but I can see the fire in your eyes. I can see the passion you have for people and for making change and making change that, that is, it, it, it sticks. It's got to be yeah. positive change. So let's talk about, I mean, sort of what kind of training, how would a training work with you? Do you just do corporates? No. So I do corporates and individuals. Okay. Um, we've got public courses running and then obviously then with the, with the corporates. Um, sure. It's, if you asked me two years ago, I would have said to you, well, I've got 260 different courses on my books. Mm-hmm. But I started specializing. Um, my, my passion still, because from a background from consulting it contains a lot of selling so they sell training in there but most of my training is it's, it's very brain based kind of training even mm-hmm. even the, the the strategy sessions and stuff that I do because we learn everything we do starts in our brain from well we think from an idea but that idea underneath is driven by a belief system yes. so the sales training that I do the leadership training that I do um, the call center training that I do is first to get people to to believe in themselves. And I think if, if you look at, I'm running a course on the 24th of May, that's a Thursday. Yeah. And it's on that, it's basically on that, that, that same um, foundation that a lot of companies, what they're doing now is, and it's part of our, our, our um, requirement from government that we need to increase the amount of, of women we have in leadership positions. Yeah. Now it's all good and well to teach somebody leadership skills or management skills. And that's what a lot of companies are doing. But what they're forgetting to do is, is it's easy to give somebody a skill to be good at sales, to be good at leadership, to be good at management. But that person needs to believe in themselves that they are a leader or a manager or a salesperson. But this, so, is, this is vital because, um, and we discussed this a little earlier off yes. is, is when you don't have that belief, and it's not something that you will necessarily know about. This can be in your sort of subconscious that's yes. playing. And it's like a tape that mm. plays over and over again. It goes, you're not good enough. You're not worth it. You're not, yes. you will never be. So you can have all the tools in the world. But if that little voice is still telling you you're not good enough, chances are you're not going to make it. You're not. So just I think I would like to give a bit of my history and to understand or to talk about this belief system that you mentioned now where your behavior and where you actually don't understand why you behave in a certain way. Yeah. Now, as, as a young person, well, growing up, um, 
And I'm of the belief that they, they say that, that about after, um, when, when, when a woman's pregnant, from about six months into the pregnancy, the baby can taste the food that the mother eats. They can hear what, what the parents are saying. Mm-hmm. And in my instance, um, I was, my sister's like 13 years older than me, so I was unexpected, unplanned. And when my mother was pregnant with me, she kept on saying, I don't want this thing inside of me. And wow. it, it went on, and I don't blame her for that. I mean, I understand why they did it and the, the, where they were in their life at that stage. Yeah. But carrying on, I was seven years old. I walked into the kitchen and my dad threw a whiskey glass against my head. Mm-hmm. And at the age of 14, um, I was at a, a um, athletics meet and I just ran an unbelievable 100 meter race. I walked off the field and somebody pushed me over a, a, um, about a 30 centimeter high concrete wall. And I cut my left shin open and I cut the, the, tore the muscle in half. Yeah. Went to hospital, got the stitches. I was sitting at home and my dad called me and said I must get in the car with him. And he started driving out of town. And the only thing in my mind was that my dad's taking me out of town to kill me. Yeah. And I grew up with that belief that I'm not good enough for my father. Now, I spoke about belief systems and we we act and we do things in a certain way because I believed I was not good enough for my father. As I became more successful, whenever I bought a new car, the first thing I would do is say, Dad, guess what I'm driving? I'd buy a house. Dad, guess what I just bought? Everything I did was to prove to my dad that I'm good enough. But we don't know that we're doing it. And it's the same mm. with when, when you're in a leadership position. You, you will sabotage yourself because if you look at the human brain and at, even at our school system, we are taught that we have to always be right and always have the right answer. If you don't, you don't go from grade seven to grade eight. If you don't have the right answers, you don't pass. What other so people tell you are the other, right answers. Yes. And yeah. we conditioned to always have the right answer. So our brain has been trained that it must always have the right answer. So when you have a belief like I had, and let's say for now, because it's not really the belief, but it, it's, I'm not good enough for my dad, then my brain, that belief, it's holding on to it. So it needs that belief to be true. So what it will do is I will sabotage myself in my thinking to make sure that I'm not good enough for my dad. So I would get the house in the car and then I would lose everything. I would not have money to buy food or anything. And that, that then becomes the self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. And, yes. and then your brain goes, okay, you see. But that comes, that comes right down, if you, if you have a look way back in neuroscience now, to the reptilian brain, the amygdala, which, which, which is, it, it does this to keep you safe. And it sets up yes. all of these rules to keep you safe. And, and by this, you're not good enough. As soon as you are, your brain's going, hang on, no, 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 this is not safe. Let me take you to this back to this place of not being enough because you're safe there. You yeah. know what that feels like. Because the brain doesn't like not being right. Yeah. And the, okay. the right belief for the brain is I'm not good enough. So now I have to prove that. Yeah. So then coming back to, to what we're doing with the training courses, it's called Women and Leadership. And it's about helping women that are either in leadership positions or moving into leadership positions to start, to start believing or understanding that they are capable of being a leader we, we we do cover leadership skills half day is part of the course yeah. but with the intro we start with what are the benefits in being a woman in leadership because there's a benefit in it then we look at using uh, eq in in leadership mm-hmm. and then i look at 
what, who are you? What do you think of yourself? What does your self-belief around your ability to be a leader? And we start addressing that because I need you to believe that you are a leader before I can give you the skills to become a leader. So it's a one-day course and it's focused on just preparing women in their belief in themselves to be able to do the work. So even if there is a woman that is listening now and she might not be in a leadership position yet, but she's planning on getting there, she wants to get there, um, this is the kind of thing for her. Well, yes. And then, so if we talk about leadership, so I don't believe leadership is a position or role. I believe leadership is a certain way of acting. Because what is a leader? A leader is somebody that sets the example. Now, if you sit Mm. in your chair and you think about this, you set the example for everybody around you. You set the example for your children because they look at you as the leader in their life. You might be somebody that's got an administrative uh, position at a company. There are people that look up to you, people that you don't even know look up to you. So at the end of the day, for me, every human being that's alive is actually in a leadership position. And this is just to get you to become more powerful in that position that you have. And you know what, particularly in our country, if more people realized their power and stepped into their power and it it became about leading as opposed to being a manager or a boss. Because let me tell you, in my time, and I don't play well in the sandpit with other children, so (laughs) I don't do bosses very well, um, but I've had some some horrible... Yes. Horrible bosses. Mm-hmm. And, and unfortunately, my makeup was when it got to, to, I don't deal with like, you know, I am the boss and you'll say, and I was always that kid. I was, I was always the kid that went, why? Yeah. If you can give me a why, I'm happy to do it. But if you can't, don't just say because I said so. So this is yeah. quite interesting for me because what you're saying now is, and I look back at my life and I see exactly the same. Yeah. I was always the guy that if a manager treated somebody else wrong, I would walk into the office and say, you can't treat that person like that. That is wrong. Yeah. And then I would ask for why. Or if they tell me to do mm. something, I would say, well, I will do that if you can tell me why. And I almost think that it, that becomes that, that entrepreneurial type thinking that, yeah. okay, why? Why do I need to do this? Does it make sense doing this? Mm. It's, it's a lot of people, you know, they, they do a lot of things and they don't know why. So yeah. I always, I've got a question that I always ask people. Is what you're doing now making you money or costing you money? If it's costing you money, don't do it. If it's making you money, and I use money as an example, but if, it's, if you want to get somewhere in life to a certain point, is what you're doing now getting you there or is it moving you further away? Then stop doing it. Yeah. And for that, that's why I need the why. The most amazing thing, though, that I've found is, and South Africa is a prime example, we are so motivated and driven by money. We are. And we make so many bad decisions because we believe money will solve the problems. However, once you step into this power which you speak of, once you kind of find out what your uniqueness is, you suddenly kind of go, oh, yeah, okay. And then suddenly the money happens effortlessly. Yes. And that is the brilliant part. Whether you are an entrepreneur or whether you aren't just working, as soon as you start living your passion, things become easier. It's like you finally wake up and realize that you've been swimming upstream the whole time. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So it's on the when 24th of, of May. It's a full day in Bryanston. Okay. I was about to say, where is it? Okay. The big question is cost. 2,497 Rand per person. That it's actually includes, not bad. It's, it's a very good price for what you get. You get a, the full training manual for that day. Yeah. Arrival coffee tea that's standard. You get your lunch. And of course, you get me there for the day. So okay. that's the bonus. All right. If people want to find out more about this particular yes. one 
or in fact anything that you do what's the best way to get hold of you um the best way if they want to see what's going on is most probably to follow me on facebook and it's easy it's leon free and you'll find me there okay um just leon there's not a hundred leon frees around there you, they, when they see the picture on there, it says Life Mastery, so they will know it's okay. me. Life Mastery. And so there's okay. two. There's, there's my personal page and the business page. The personal page has got a picture of me with the words Life Mastery. The business one says Business Mastery. Okay. So it's, it's as easy as that. And yeah, then for the ladies' event, if they want to find out more, um, we also run a magazine. So it's a leadership magazine, an online leadership magazine that we give away for free every month. Okay. So um, it's on that website. So it's www dot leadership forward slash w i l and they will find all the information regarding the women in leadership event that we're doing okay now for general information people can just go to leonferry.com yes okay so one yes. word leonferry.com david watts on mix 93.8 leon thank you so much for your generosity it's yeah it's a pleasure i'll just so on the book, <laughs> the book is about branding, but actually the first part of the book yeah. is first about understanding who and what you are because it doesn't help me giving you a skill to brand yourself, but you're not branding, let's call it your authentic self. You're not branding who you really are. Uh-huh. So what the book does is it helps you to discover who you really are and then you brand that part of you. And of okay. course, as um, I, I'm sure you've heard this, people say, you know what, under promise and over deliver. Yeah. I don't believe in that shit. Uh, okay, sorry. Beep, 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 beep. Okay, beep. I don't believe in that. Yes. Um, See, I you, like you, the you, passion. When it gets real, I love it. You, you overpromise and you overdeliver. Yeah. The book says 47 ways for you, for different things that you can do to brand yourself. Yeah. There's way more than 47 on there because uh-huh. I'm overpromising and overdelivering on what's in the book. And I want everybody to understand that. If you work in a company as an employee, you, what you do, makes a difference to that company. And I ask the same to employees. Are what you're doing making the company money or costing them money? Yeah. So start doing what's making them money. Start over-promising and over-delivering. Because if you do the right things, you can over, over-deliver. Absolutely. It, it, it's getting stuck in doing things for the sake of doing it that we don't have time and we say, you know what, I don't have time, I can't do this, I don't know where my day is gone. Yeah. I mean, simple question. How many people out there, and I know it's, it's happened to me before, where you go through a day, you get to the end of the day, you've been busy the whole day and you say, but I don't know what I've done. I can't prove that I've done anything. What did you achieve? Yeah. What did you really achieve? Maybe you were doing the wrong thing. Mm. They are. Okay, so now they haven't won the book, okay? So now people are going, haven't won the book. Where is it available? On Kindle. It's yeah. only available on Kindle. Yeah. Um, so Amazon.com? Amazon.com. And then you put in my name, Leon Fury, Yeah. And I will be at the top of the list. Uh-huh. Um, there will be two books on there. Yeah. Um, the first one will be The, the Recognition. The yeah. other one is a book that I wrote around. It's called The Power Within You. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's about mind power and helping you to get closer to who you really are. Um, that book I've written six years ago, my thinking and stuff has evolved a lot more than what I've put in the book. So I think it might be time I was for, about for, to an, say, for an update on that. Time yes. for a rewrite there, buddy. <laughs> time for a rewrite. Yes. Yes, we must uh, get the people that are responsible just to crack that whip there and make you do a rewrite. So once again, congratulations to all the winners. Okay, so the, 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 the um, Women in Leadership or Women's yeah. Leadership Seminar. Yes. Is taking place on the... 24th of May. Okay. Starts at 8 in the morning till, I say, 4 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. But um, I believe in giving value. 
Yeah. So if I maybe keep them there till six, it's not because it's I want to be funny or something. It's because I want them when they walk out there to be able to step in their full power to walk into that office on the Friday morning and I need to choose my words well because we are on radio, but you know, <laughs> to stop the BS and the BS yeah. going on around them uh-huh. and to step into their power and be who they are meant to be. Okay, so the easiest way though is 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 it Leon at leonfree.com? Just if they, just easy, because people are driving now. People yes. are, you know, they, so can something as simple as I want to know more? I think easy, in, it's info? Leon F at leonfree.com, yeah. but easier to remember is info at leonfree.com. There we go. Because sometimes people forget the F yeah. after the name. So info yeah. at leonfree.com is going to be the easiest way to do it. Info at leonfree.com. And I just want to make something clear. Yes. The F after Leon stands for free, <laughs> not for something else. <laughs> Leon for five, six. Um, anyway, so you do that. What else do you do? Because I know we talked about corporates, but now... I'm sitting, maybe I'm in my car, maybe I'm driving, maybe I'm thinking, hey, this guy's making some sense. Um, you mentioned this one-on-one work with people. Yes. Um, you call it success strategist, life coach, success strategist. It's, it's a mix of the two. kind of thing. Yes, it's a mix of the two. So I, I am a qualified um, life coach mm-hmm. and executive coach and team coach. Yeah. But I take it a bit further as well. Um I uh, I like to bring in some of you. We spoke about NLP as well that yes. you've done. So I like to bring in a bit of NLP. I like to. So somebody once described me and they said, you know, some people help you and they push you in the right direction or they lead you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I do that, but some days I become like a bulldozer and I show you where you need to go to. Yeah. So I kind of bring that into the coaching as well, where. Um, I know in coaching they teach you that you need to lead people. You don't don't ask leading questions. Ask open questions so that the person finds the author, answer themselves. Would you prefer the red book or, or the, the blue book? Sometimes <laughs> I will say to you, just take the red book because that's what you need. And I'll tell you why I think you need it, and then we can discuss it. Then we can that. discuss that. Yes. Okay. But I, I bring some of that in there as well. But I've always believed, and in, in, in a lot of people, and particularly in today's society, you know, when you go for coaching, it's like the thing to do. Hey, I've got a life coach. And so many of the life coaches are all touchy-feely. I don't think necessarily you're doing a good job then. Because I think sometimes you've got to, as a life coach, you've got to press buttons. You've got to ask those difficult questions because you owe it to your client. You can't just sit there and be all touchy-feely and lovey-lovey. Sometimes you've got to go, listen, the buck stops here. Yes. Okay, now pay attention. Yes. So just maybe... A little bit of background. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, there was a while back on um, one of our pay channels, there was a program called Lie to Me. It was based on this series about a guy that Loved reads. It. Yes, Loved so it. I've done all his training. Yeah. So what I do is when I, even when I coach people, when I sit and I look at them, and when I do training at companies, yeah. I look at the facial expression and I pick up when mm. something changes and then I dig in on that and yeah. that's why I start pushing buttons. Mm. I'm not just going to be the soft and oh, you know what, let's just go where you want to go. No. Yeah. We know where you want to go and I will help you get there. If you pick up on, on a lot of those uh, those cues and the eye accessing cues are, and now, yes. now we're talking jargon, but in, in NLP technology, your eyes move in certain patterns depending on what you're doing and I believe any sort of trainer um, facilitator that is worth their salt will have studied this kind of thing yes. so that you can see because uh, what did they say in lie to me people lie all the time yes and 
you do, okay, and not intentionally. Um, and this is that reptilian part of the brain that is trying to protect you. It's trying to keep you safe. And somebody who knows what they're doing will be able to pick up on those cues and uh, then sort it out. I'm just having a look while I'm talking to you at our SMS line, which is going absolutely nuts. Uh, it's when you deliver and get no reward or recognition when it stings and demotivates. So, well, interesting. Let's talk about motivation. So this, this, this from Seamus and then uh, Tundo. I think it was Tundo. Tabo. Tabo says, uh, great interview. So, well done. They, Thank the you. guys are enjoying your passion. Well so, done. Okay, so talk about this recognition. Let's, I just want to talk about, they mentioned um, motivation now. Mm. And I think people are under a misconception about motivation. Because yeah. we all want to be motivated. Yes. Well, I've got a, I've got a, I'm, I'm going to disappoint them. Mm-hmm. You are constantly motivated. If you get up in the morning and you don't want to go to work, you are motivated not to go to work. It's not something that I'm not motivated today. Yeah. You are motivated not to do something. Mm. There is no something as I'm not motivated. Yeah, well, so, the, the, the theory is you do, you do things for two reasons. You're either moving away from pain or towards pleasure. I, so yes. it depends what is pleasurable and, and, and what is painful. I used to, I used to work for a, for a man, and uh, the one day somebody said to him, but you never ever acknowledge me. He goes, why should I say thank you? I pay you. And, and that's mm. typical kind of boss mentality. Yes. That's typical kind of manager sort of, mm. I pay you. So just yeah. shut up and do your job. But you'll be amazed. And this is, I think, where the leadership aspect comes in. How much something is simple, and we've done studies where we found in, in, in corporates as well, recognition doesn't have to always be financial. In fact, most yes. of the time it doesn't need to be. Yes. It needs to be thank you. And, and the way that you interact with people, um, I try and do it with my team. Is like If I've got a problem, I go, listen, I love what you did there. However, how about thinking about this, X, Y, and Z? And then yes. I finish off with, but by the way, that was brilliant. No, that's a perfect way of doing it. You know, oh. so, so this is the way that, that we talk. And, okay, so people can contact you. Um, now, am I opening the floodgates if I say, um, if people just want to ask you, like, how's it, Leon? Is this for me? Can they email you? Yes, of course they can. You know, yeah. and, and, and kind of... You you prepared for those mails and you yes. will answer you'll answer. I might them. not answer them immediately, but uh-huh. the answer will go out. Okay. Yes. Now you do do the coaching, as you've said. You do yes. the uh, success strategies no. with these people. What is somebody looking at? Do you do you sort of evaluate the person first, and then say, oh, you'll need you know, let's start off with three sessions or five sessions, or how does it work? Or are you sort of you know are you one of those those people? And I'm asking you directly now, who do those horrible upsells? But that's not all, because if you buy now, you can get 10 sessions for a super discounted price. You're not like one somebody that wants clients for life. People don't understand that about me. When I go in and talk to people, they're like, yeah, I'm like, no, I don't want to be here forever. I want to give you what you need, and then I want you to do it. I want to go away. So that's what you said now makes me think of a motivational speaker. Uh-huh. So a motivational speaker is somebody that you'll need every third day Yes. To get you hyped up to do yes. what you want to do. Stand on the chairs and go, yes, we yes. can. So I want to make you your own motivational speaker to motivate yourself. I don't want you there. Every, I don't want to see you every six months or something. I want you to do this for yourself. You want to make yourself redundant. Yes. And I think that's a brilliant yes. thing to do because then you literally are genuinely giving people the tools. Yes. So for me, the first coaching session, I first see if, if we can actually connect, if you can work with my style and the way I think and the things I do. <laughs> And then I take it from there. Then we book the next session. At the next session, you will say to me, you know what? I want to go on. I don't want to carry on. And we take it that way. 
it's not going to be, I'm not going to sign you up for six months and then, okay, after you sign up for the six months, I say, well, you know what, but I also do this training and no, it's, I'll show you what I have, you like it or you don't like it and we take it from there. There we go, and if it works for you, we can do yes. it. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Leon, thank you so much for coming and having a chat to us. Can't believe our time is up already. Every Monday sure. night, this is one of the fastest it's, hours I've yeah. ever experienced. Uh, and I think it's because I have great people to talk about. Thank you so much for coming in, for, for giving away those copies of your books and for those strategy sessions. To our winners, I would love to hear back from you. Um, and uh, I'd love to hear what you say. Somebody said they missed a lot of it. Uh, within the next day or two, I'll have the podcast up on my website, which is whatsinvolved.com. Uh, check under podcasts. It's spelled W-A-T-T-S-I-N-V-O-L-V-E-D. So whatsinvolved.com. We'll have a podcast up there as well. Uh, we're also going to make it available to Leon. So uh, leonfree.com, you can check it out there. And uh, info at leonfree.com. Yes. If anybody wants to find out anything else, find out about booking you for corporate sessions or personal yes. sessions. Leon, thank you so it's much. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for the invite. And it's been oh, wonderful. Wow, we've got to see it this, again. This hour went past so quick and it feels like I've got so much more that I'd like to share. And it, it's, we, we spoke about you know the, the normal stuff, almost not at the point where I can give value. But yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see. Maybe, maybe this is a reason for us to bring you back. Uh, we'll certainly have a look at that. It is what's involved. We'll be back with you again next Monday evening. Next Monday is going to be fun. Um, I'm chatting to a couple of guys who actually, there's three of them, and not one of them should be alive. They all suffered traumatic brain injuries, and uh, at one stage or another were declared dead. And uh, subsequent to that, they have uh, sorted themselves out. They work with a company called Headway now. So we're going to be having a chat to those guys and the achievement that they made because of the three of them, uh, not one of them was supposed to be able to walk or talk ever again. And they're going to be live in studio. So we'll see just how well they've done. That's next Monday between 6 and 7. David Watts on Mix 93.8.